What's good? What's good, party people? It's your boy, Sway Max Sr., coming right back at you for another episode of The Hammer Fist. Let's get to it. Actually, we only have nine cards, uh, actually nine fights this week, so pretty short podcast we'll get to. I'll try to get it in under like five or six minutes, to be honest with you guys. Knock it out real quick. So uh, start off, we don't have too many fights uh, that are scheduled to inside uh, t- to finish inside the distance too early. Now, I think we'll have a lot of finishers here, but Vegas isn't projecting any, which actually is good for us. People can't just kind of jump on the numbers and, you know, do it that way and kind of just fish, uh, you know, fish win some lineups just looking at Vegas. So it's a good deal. Uh, we got a few heavy favorites as normal, so let's get right to it. First fight of the night is going to be... Get this off of here. First fight of the night is going to be Jacoby, uh, Dustin Jacoby going up against Maxim Grishin. Light heavyweight fight, 7,700 for Maxim Grishin. Coming back, Jacoby is 8,500 on DraftKings. Jacoby is currently the minus 180 favorite as well as far as Vegas is concerned. This one's got a minus 121 inside the distance prop. So for it being the curtain jerker, I actually am thinking this is one we can target. Grisham actually is a little bit chinny, so I don't like him too much. He has the ground game advantage, so if this does get to the ground, he's going to have the advantage there. But um, I think Jacoby's going to be able to get this done. He should be able to style on him. He should be able to – honestly, I think he might be able to get a finish here. We might see a sneaky finish from either one of these guys. And with Grisham being chinny, if this does stay on the feet, which I anticipate it doing, uh, Jacoby should probably be able to pick him apart, piece him up. Worst case scenario, probably put up a lot of significant strikes, a lot of strikes, uh, and be able to score pretty decent. Um, with him not being overly expensive at 8,500. We should be able to get a decent score from him. So he's going to be my pick. Grisham, uh, if you want to throw him as a hedge, I like it. All right, next up we have Ronnie Lawrence going up against Vince Cachero. Bantamweight fight, Cachero 7,600. Ronnie Lawrence coming back at 8,600. Lawrence is currently the minus 167 favorite. I actually really like Lawrence here. He's going to want to wrestle. We get a good price on him. Honestly, he should get a lot of takedowns. On his contender series fight, he had so many takedowns. Like uh, I can't, I can't remember the exact number. Uh, multiple though, multiple takedowns. Um, so I do like him here. I think he'll be able to kind of crush that value. On the flip side, Cachero, he's got bad takedown defense. He's better on the feet. So if this stays standing, he will be better on the feet. But uh, I do think Lawrence is going to be able to get this down. Probably be able to get it down a couple times, even in a decision win. You know, you mix in some of those strikes and stuff like that. He should be able to pay off that price tag. I actually uh, like him to put up a decent score here, so he's going to be my target. Next up, we have Sabina Mazo going up against Alexis Davis. Um, don't like this one too much, but I actually really like the Mazzo, the the sorry the Mazo side. Uh, 8,900 for Mazo. Davis is coming back at 7,300. Um, Mazo's uh, the minus 205 favorite. Uh, yeah, I do like her here. I actually think she's really going to be able to style here uh, after the initial pressures of Davis. Um, she throws with way more volume. She's way more technical. Uh, I just think she's going to be able to get this done in more ways than one. So I actually like her as as a pretty decent target. I don't like the price at 8,900. I think we get a discount on guys like Lawrence and some other guys I will talk about later on. Um, but yeah, I do think she's going to get it done here. Like her for the win. Probably be lower owned because of the price. Um, so I do. I won't mind if you have a few shares, um, but not one that I'm going to try to load up on. All right, next up we have Alex Hernandez going up against uh, Tiago Moises. Great, great fight here. I actually really like um, Moises here as a dog. Live dog here for sure. Not super confident, but I, I, he actually been looking really good. 
Um, he's been trending up, as we like to say, and he's, uh, you know, he scores decent. And I think with the new scoring system, he'll probably be able to score pretty well. We get a really nice price on him at 7,500 and Hernandez coming back at 8,700. Now, Hernandez is your favorite here at minus 225. I think the line should be a little closer. Uh, not really inside the distance prop. It's plus 120, but that's somewhat low. Um, I just think Hernandez is probably going to be able to get this done, though. Um, I just like both sides, and so this is a fight that I'm going to be targeting for both sides, not necessarily for a finish, but I do think whoever wins here is probably going to be able to score a takedown or two, probably going to be able to get a lot of control time, get a lot of significant strikes and stuff like that. I could be wrong, so I'm not going to go all in on this fight or anything like that. I'm not even going to go in at like 50% of my lineups, but I do like Moises here more than Hernandez, probably have about 20% of both. All right, and as we proceed, next up we have uh, Alex Caceres, Bruce Leroy, uh, going up against Kevin Kroon. Uh, another decent fight here, 7,400 for Kevin Kroon. He's going to be your dog here, and uh, Caceres is minus 195. He honestly is a little too pricey for me at 8,800. Um, wish he was a little bit cheaper because I'd like him there, but he's a high-volume guy, OG. He's a vet in the game. Um, you know, he's probably going to be able to put too much pressure and be able to outpoint him and just put too many punches on him, uh, kind of confuse him and stuff like that. Like, this is just a bad matchup for Kroon. Yeah, he could touch Caceres' chin, but Caceres isn't a guy that we know of just getting straight knocked flat out. You know, like, he's usually in there for three rounds. It's usually a pretty good scrap. So I think Caceres is probably uh, leaning as far as uh, my play here. I'm not going to have too much of either of these guys, though, because of the pricing. And if anything, I'd say go ahead and take some shots on Kroon because he's pretty, pretty cheap at 7400 All right, halfway through here. And next up we have Jimmy Rivera going up against Pedro Munoz. Oh, my goodness. This is probably going to be, the honestly, the second second best fight of the night. Great, great fight. A possible sneaky fight for optimal because both of these guys are going to go in there probably both are going to get hurt at some point in time both are kind of chinny you know what i mean and both are, are going to go out on their shields so we might get three rounds of just a slugfest here and uh, that'll be really good as far as points are concerned riviera is the minus 148 favorite at 8300 pedro is 7900 coming back yeah i really like both sides of this fight probably going to have about 25 percent of munoz have about 20 percent of riviera just because i think riviera's more on the chinny side but they're both chinny i just think riviera is more prone to take a couple shots and it'd be night night as to where munoz he'll probably be able to take a few more shots um just doesn't move his head as much as i would like to so but this is going to be a great fight one definitely to watch and target next up here we have uh myra bueno silva going up against montana de la rosa real easy breakdown here to be honest with you bueno silva 8400 montana de la rosa 7800 De La Rosa wants takedowns. She wants a sub. She's going to look for takedowns. She's going to look for a sub. She takes a lot of damage, though, that I don't like. But I also think she is going to be able to get a takedown. This isn't the classic one takedown, you know, get on the back. If this gets to the mat, it's going to be over. Because I do think Bueno Silva is probably going to be able to get up from one of those takedowns, maybe even two of them. But you never know. De La Rosa could get this to the mat. And if she gets this to the mat, you know, that's really, really good for her because that is going to be her path to victory. Get it to the ground. Look for the sub. Uh, Buenos takedown defense is bad. That's just what it is. Now, her offense on her back is defense or is, is uh, actually decent. My apologies. So she'll look for subs on her back. She'll look for arm bars, triangles, stuff like that. Um, but it could get her in trouble. Could get her in trouble. Stand up. 
grades above and beyond De La Rosa, and that's where she's going to want to keep this standing is on the mat. If it stays on the mat, she's probably going to hurt De La Rosa and can probably put her away. On the flip side, I think De La Rosa is live for a sub. So this is one that I'll actually have a bit of exposure to. I'm definitely going to lean Bueno Silva, but I will absolutely have my shares of De La Rosa for the reasons that I just mentioned. All right, and in the co-main event, we have Nikita Krylov going up against Magomed uh, and Kalaev. Uh, another good fight here. Uh, and Kalaev minus 335 favorite. He's 9,300 on DraftKings. Krylov 6,900 on DraftKings. Look, um, Krylov needs a finish. He needs a finish. He needs it early in the first round, first six, seven minutes, because after that, I think Ankalev's probably going to be able to style on him, probably going to be able to continue the pace, and probably going to uh, you know, get a, a massive edge there. Definitely, if this it goes all three, um, I definitely give that edge uh, to Ankalev. But, you know, early on, uh, Krylov's definitely going to be live. So I'll have a few shares of him, but I'm absolutely going to leave uh, lean Magomed here. Um, in hopes that he just kind of continues giving us what he's been giving us in those wins, 94, 85, 106, 120 in his last win. So you add in all the new scorings, bonuses, all that good stuff. I think he's live for a big, big score here. And the good thing about it is, yes, he's very expensive, but we don't have to pay for that expense until the second to last fight of the night. So um, this should be pretty helpful here. On the flip side, if he busts that late into the card, everybody who faded him is going to have a big advantage. For me personally, I'm going to have about 30 to 40 percent of them. I'm going to flip it back probably with about 10, 15, 20 percent of Nikita Krylov. Keep it moving. In the main event, we have Ciroy Gan going up against uh, Jorginho Rosenstrike. Great fight here, heavyweight fight. 9,000 for gain, uh, 7,200 for Rosenstrike. I mean, not much to tell you about these guys. Rosenstrike, if you guys didn't watch his last fight, he did get knocked out by uh, Francis Ngannou. But this is an all-in fight, super live. He's a really good counterpuncher. He's really powerful. Got the KO power. Stand-up, really, I think, as far as boxing is concerned and rolling, that kind of thing, he's probably going to be better. But he does need a KO, and he needs it early. Gone, this guy can get it done through sub on the mat. He can take you down. He can knock you out. He's just a finisher. He's a styler. I think he's going to be able to style here. I think no matter where this fight goes, he's going to be the better fighter. He just has to watch those counter haymakers. So for that reason, like I said, this is going to be an all-in. Probably going to go about 65-35 gain Rosen Strike or something like that. So hopefully this was able to help you guys out. It's your boy, Sway Max Sr. Only 10 minutes, so you guys should be able to rock this out and make some good lineups. Peace.